Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Macaques. What is it's it? Macaques. It's macaques. It's a macaque. Are you sure? <laughs> I'm positive. Macaque. Macaque. Yeah. Macaque. Like yeah. Macaque. Yeah, it'd be even more macaque in Boston. It wouldn't be macaque in Boston. Yeah. You know, really everyone just being on the same page because we know these guys are going to come uh, a lot. I mean, there's... <laughs> got De La Cruz and Sanchez returning in the corner outfield positions. They can play all over. Uh, Chaz Chisholm is going uh, to start in center field. Going to talk some Dolphins, talk some football with Kimbo Camper, Milpenis High School in Milpenis, California. Am I saying that right? <laughs> So, yeah, I rubbed up quite a few balls in my life. Sure, it was a good learning experience. 0-1 on Santana. Ayuk inside, touchdown. Samuel leading the way. Ayuk comes inside of him. A little taste of some of these big guys coming out and hitting them. Like, all right, you think you're going to run around our guy? How about if you get a little taste of Landon Dickerson coming right down your throat? You are. you are beautiful. <laughs> There's your best of 2023 <laughs> montage. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> what a strong year. <laughs> like a two-year-old. <laughs> oh, man. You really are, man. I got to get you a a box of... Maturity pills. <laughs> yeah. Not a bottle, but a box. <laughs> oh, man, Woody. <clears throat> that, just, that got to me right there. You just you threw them all out there together. It was together. a big year, yeah. Boy, it was, it was a year. big year. I could tell, man. <laughs> oh, Woody. It never stops. Oh, God. The best is you ambushed our boy. Donald Dono. working with me. And he looked, and it was Mill, and you had the penis at the end. And I he, just wrote it on the sheet, and I, I didn't. I you really did on purpose. He, no, of you course I so did on purpose, them. but I didn't realize like he didn't, I didn't know. Really read it. <laughs> Going to talk some dolphins. Talk some football with Kimbo Camper, Milpenis High School in Milpenis, California. <laughs> Am I saying that right? No, you're not. And you're an ass clown for doing that to him, man. That's bad. You know, we always say ass clown, and then the ass one is just above it that yeah. we try not to. They ask me to stop saying here at the station. All right, so uh, anyway, we've got a lot more to get to. Mike Florio. Oh, my God, Woody, you, you got me, man. You hurt me at the end there. You hurt me going out the door today, man. You, you just absolutely got to me. You want to give me a couple picks before we uh, 
You know what's funny, Woody? I, I I really only care. I I you know what? I take that back. I do care about the Lions and Cowboys. I think it's going to be a good game. You don't see the Lions getting blown out. Cowboys been killing everybody at home. You don't think that happens again, do you? No, but let me give you a couple of games. All right, all right go with ahead. that. All right, let me do, give you the, give me the ones that uh, matter. Come well, on, how about man. the playoff games here? Michigan one and a half point favorites against Alabama Monday. Wow. Yeah, I like Michigan. Okay, Number I think Michigan's got more talent than Alabama. Washington and Texas. Uh, Washington or uh, Texas uh, minus four and a half. Washington, Texas, who doesn't Texas. deserve to be in there. God, that's a tough one. Uh, I'm going to go Washington. All right, couple NFL games here. Stay with I stay with my conference, to, uh, man. Before we get to Florio here, Buffalo and New England. Buffalo minus thirteen Sunday one o'clock. Uh, I think Buffalo comes out. Yeah, Buffalo. Big. Buffalo smashes them. Yeah, Kansas City and Cincinnati four twenty five on Sunday. Kansas City <sighs> minus six and a half games in KC. I think Kansas City finally puts it together, don't they? Uh, I don't know. Maybe. I think they win. I don't know if they cover that number or not. Yeah, they their defense can. The number on Dallas-Detroit, by the way, is five and a half. Dallas favored by five and a half at home. Is it? Yeah. With a whopping 52 uh, over under there. Oh, boy. You know the over under last bo- night was bo- like both, both teams play indoors. Or something. What's that again? The over-under last night was like 34. They're hitting like the first quarter. Mm. All right, you ready for the big one, Joe? Yeah. Baltimore and Miami. The line's been moving all over the place here. What is it? I have it's no idea. It's three and a half now. It's Ravens favorite at home by, four. by yeah, three, three and a half. Seems, seems reasonable. Uh, the over-under set at 47. Man, I just feel like Dolphins can go in there and get a win. I just think there's a big breakthrough last week, and and I know Waddle might not play, and it'd be a huge loss if he can't. But those guys, man, I just think they're going to play well. I think they're going to have a chance to to win it. And by the way, even if it's close, just being able to throw the ball. I think the weather is the weather. Woody, I didn't even look at the weather. Did you look at the weather? I think it was like 50 degrees and a little rainy. Oh, that's okay. No, it's 50 and clear. We don't mind a little rain. Uh, that's fine. Tyree Kill, by the way, over under 92 and a half yards receiving. Oh, I think we go to him every chance possible. I think he has a huge game. Way over 92. Do we come back next week as wealthy men because he's going to win the MVP? No. That's mm-hmm. a long shot, Woody. Okay. Woody, I tell you what, I think this uh, this MVP thing is going – it's just so close be, between – you can make an argument. I, I hear guys talking about McCaffrey, and I hear guys talking about Lamar, and and some talking about Tua. Um, hey, listen, if for some reason Tyreek goes off with some monster game on national TV, that what they say seventy percent of countries. This is a watch weird this. deal, by the way, that that game's at one o'clock. I know that's ideal for you. Well, that's you get all back quicker. Yeah. yeah. So now somebody's telling me that we might get our game, and I don't know if this is true, and maybe Mike Florio can help us out in just a couple minutes here. They're saying that game might get flexed Sunday night. Buffalo? Is that possible? I have no idea how the flexing works. I don't even know how long. I think don't Mike you have to does let Sunday night football, so maybe he'll know. Is it too late? Is there a certain amount of time? I should know, right? I as long as they know, keep so. the game on an app that I have a subscription to, that would be ideal. That's all you care about. Yeah, the Peacock thing is for the birds. Get it, Peacock Birds. Yeah, I got it. I got it. That well, thing sucked. 
Well, listen, Woody, uh, we're going to come back with uh, Mike Florio from Pro Football Talk. Been joining us here for a long time and always so, so good. So we'll have him join us in just a moment. But first, I do want to take a second during the holiday season to talk to you about one of the greatest gifts you could give your whole family. Nothing like it in the in, in, around South Florida. There's nothing like what I'm about ready to tell you. A tricked-out Cliggy's golf cart. The coolest golf cart on the road. We're talking about 72 volts of pure lithium power, a 5-inch lift, backup cameras, all-terrain tires, a sweet sound system, all painted in your favorite team colors if that's what you want. How about 0% financing? You got to visit Cliggy's Carts online at golfcartsfl.net or call 954-388-5932. They're located at 1751 West Copens Road in Pompano Beach. Hey, I just want to tell you, if you get a chance, visit Cliggy's Carts, an authorized Royal EV dealer. I want to let you know this. Cliggy's, that's K-L-I-G-G-Y-S. Go up uh, to the showroom. They've got a whole bunch of golf carts, six-seaters, four-seaters. Take it for a ride. Check it out. Tell them what you want. to. Man, they are fantastic. And if you've been thinking about getting one, and I'm not just talking about a golf cart from hole to hole. I'm talking about a sweet Golf cart and Cliggies. Mention this commercial, by the way, and get another $1,000 off. They got some great sales going on them right now. They got a big batch in there. So if it's something you've been thinking about and you want to get a special deal, it's time to go to Cliggies. You're going to love your golf. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. It is time to head out to the Toyota of Hollywood hotline. Shop hundreds of Toyotas indoors in one of America's largest showrooms at Toyota of Hollywood on 441 between Hollywood and Sheridan. All right, let's jump right to him like we have for a long, long time. Mike Florio from Pro Football Talk joins us. Mike, good morning. How you doing? Good, buddy. How are you? Man, I'm, I'm doing great. Mike, I can't imagine anything being better than what happened on Christmas with the ratings on those games, Mike. I, I, they're even higher than I thought they're going to be, averaging between 28 and 29 million. So I, I hear the just to follow up, the commissioner saying, "Well, we won't do it next year because Christmas falls on a Tuesday or Wednesday in the middle of the week. We don't want to mess with our scheduling." You buy that, or do you think they find a way because the numbers were so good? Well, here's the key: the commissioner has never said it. One of his executive assistants, whatever the title is, but. The person said Tuesday or Wednesday, Christmas, we won't play games. That's subject to change like anything else. And when you look at the 29% bump from 2022 Christmas ratings to 2023, 
how do you give that territory back to the NBA? And the NBA ratings cratered from last year to this year. It's not all that hard to come up with a schedule that allows you to play games on a Wednesday. We floated a couple of ideas yesterday, whether it's giving the six teams who will play on Christmas Day a late bye, give them the weekend off right before the Wednesday game, or you play games on Saturday with the same six teams. They just play different opponents, and then they come back and play on Wednesday. That's the same as going Sunday to Thursday. They can make it happen if they want to make it happen. And with that kind of audience, Average of 28.7 million or something like that for the three games. With that kind of audience, you can't, you can't take that day off in the future, whether we like it or not. And frankly, I don't know how I feel about it. I just try to be ahead of the curve on where things are going. And, and if they don't do it, they aren't who we thought they were. <laughs> because we think and we know that they are the ultimate capitalists who aren't going to turn down the chance to make maximum money Playing those games on Christmas Day is a way to make maximum money. Boy, Mike, I got to tell you, I know the my in-laws party started when the first game. They want you to come over the start of the first game, and it ends when the last game is over. So make sure you uh, you try not to drink too much at one time and, and make sure you get through it because it you're right. Everything's around that NFL, that schedule they have. So, so Mike, I, I got to ask you the other one that caught me by surprise. I Honestly, I didn't see it. Maybe you saw it coming. 26 touchdowns and eight interceptions, no matter what happened. I know at times they look bad. We've seen Peyton, uh, Sean Payton and Russell Wilson go at it on the sideline or Sean Payton go at it at Russell Wilson. I didn't see this benching coming, and, and he looks like it is over. Mike, did you see that coming? When they were struggling early in the season, that's when we took a close look at the contract to try to figure out what the options were. And the key is, there's a $37 million salary for 2025 that is guaranteed for injury. It becomes fully guaranteed on March 18 of 2024. And this ended up being the same situation as Derek Carr a year ago. Once you know you're moving on, you get him out of the lineup, you put him in bubble wrap, because if he can't pass a physical before the day that the injury guarantee becomes full guarantee, you're stuck. So I think that was a big part of it. And ultimately, look, this comes down to Sean Payton deciding that he's not the franchise quarterback that they thought they were going to get. And when Payton on Tuesday of this week, and I saw the comments and I thought, boy, boy, boy. And I didn't think it was going to happen the next day, but Payton had some comments about the offense that made me say, this isn't good. When he says the offense isn't good enough, that, that's not a good sign for the guy who's running the offense on the field. I thought if they lost this weekend, we might see Jared Stidham week 18. They just decided to go ahead and make this move while they still have playoff hopes. That's what's amazing to me. They're still alive and they're making this switch. And Peyton has said it's primarily because they need a spark for the offense. And yes, he acknowledges the economic side of it. Well, if this is performance-based, then the economic side answers itself. If you don't think your franchise quarterback is suited to give your offense the spark it needs, he's not your franchise quarterback. You rip up the contract and you move on. And I think that's what will happen after the season, before March 18, they'll terminate the contract. Wilson will become a free agent, and the Broncos will look elsewhere for a quarterback. And it might be Jared Stidham next year based on how he plays the next two weeks. Mike, there's so many different parts to this. The, the part that I know we talk about down here, uh, a lot of people don't like Russell Wilson. I wonder if he's got teammates that still don't like him. Sean Payton doesn't look like he's his biggest fan, and sometimes the way you play is how you start to feel about a player. 
What are your thoughts on that part as well as you think he'll be a starting quarterback somewhere else? Is he still good well, enough to be front line? They, they, they used to mock him in Seattle, the Go Hawks stuff. And, and there was a moment in the game on Christmas Eve against the Patriots where he got sacked on a third and eight and he's on the ground and the offensive lineman just looked back at him and walk away. So, and, and uh, here, here's the bottom line. I think he'll be a starter next year for a couple of important reasons. One, he's still better than a lot of the guys who currently are NFL starters. And number two, because the Broncos owe him $39 million next year, fully guaranteed, subject to offset, he can go somewhere else and he can take the league minimum of $1.21 million, yeah. stick the Broncos for the rest, still make the same money he was going to make, and it's much more palatable. You know, if you're looking dollar for dollar, if you're doing analytics, and the original use of analytics for the NFL was in personnel, and it's very dehumanizing when it comes to the players, but the idea is the players are commodities. Dollar for dollar, what am I getting here? How much does it cost me to have this guy? How much does it cost me to have that guy? Oh, I can have Russell Wilson for $1.21 million? Well, maybe that's a better business decision for my team than the guy that I currently have under contract or the guy that I would yeah. be considering signing on the open market. So I think he'll find a spot. I think the Raiders are a team to watch. The Steelers are a team to watch. Commanders, Falcons. And if Kirk Cousins leaves the Vikings, I, I think the Vikings would be a team to keep an eye on as well. Mike, where does this rank? I know people are talking about bad trades. Uh, where does this one rank considering the extensions just now getting ready to kick in and you gave up a lot to get them? Well, it's hard to surpass the Herschel Walker debacle from 1989, especially given that it laid the foundation for the right. Cowboys dynasty of the 90s. But when you consider both the trade, two first-round picks, two second-round picks, fifth-round pick, and three players, and then the contract that they gave him with two years left, they didn't have to give him a contract Labor Day weekend or thereabouts of 2022. They gave him that contract that will have paid out $124 million over the first three seasons. They're stuck with huge cap hits to move on from him. That part of it's a disaster. But Sean Payton is of the mindset that once we know a mistake has been made, we don't double down. We don't stick with it just to justify it or cover it up or hope that it changes. We just move on. And that's why they're doing what they're doing. It is going to be expensive from a cap standpoint, not a cash standpoint, other than the $39 million he's owed next year. But it's expensive from a cap standpoint. It's going to be about $35.6 million in 24, mm. $53.6 million in 25. They're going to have to navigate the cap with that money tied up in Russell Wilson. Wow. Yeah, I got to tell you, what a shocker, man. I thought the guy still had a lot of really good football left. And uh, I thought Denver, uh, we were all applauding him like, wow, they beat out a lot of teams. That was great. Anyway, I, I got to ask you the, the other story here. It's funny because we know some officials, and I, I know you're well-connected to officials as well, but former uh, official analysts that are now working on TV are not making friends with these officials with all the second-guessing that's going on. We see it all the time. Those guys throw to their TV official, and he goes, yeah, this is a bad call, guy out of position. Uh, there's no love, I'm guessing, between those officials and the guys that have left being officials to make three or four times more money working in TV. Yeah, you know, it's funny. It, it reminds me of the dynamic for the people who practice law. They're all looking for a way out, and the ones who get out, <laughs> it's 
like you dirty no good like because <laughs> tough. like when you when you litigate you're working hard and it's fighting all the time but you got golden handcuffs because it's not a bad living but you're busting your butt all the time so look i i think the league office has sensitivity to what the rules analysts say I think the best of them, frankly, and with all due respect to the others, is Dean Blandino because he was never on the field. He's got a layer of of uh, removal from you know getting caught up in the relationships and the rivalries and the personalities that may shape some of these opinions. Because I've talked to former officials and they're like, "Oh, well, this guy doesn't know what he's doing. That guy doesn't know what he's doing." Blandino was never part of that. And I think Blandino, I think what they should just do is write him a check for $10 million a year and bring him back and have him revamp the entire officiating function, be the person who speaks to the media when calls need to be explained. They don't have that Great now. Point. They don't have a consistent voice that faces the media and explains to the fans why the calls are made. And it, it, it's hard to have a lot of faith in officiating when you don't have a voice that can – that can explain it, but that's the problem. The officials themselves are so sensitive to the criticism, they don't like it when there's somebody within the league office that is admitting to the world that these guys have made mistakes. Mike, I got to get to a Thursday night football interview with Aaron Rodgers. I literally almost turned it off like, enough. Why? Just go get healthy. Get yourself ready to play. Way too much Aaron Rodgers and what Aaron Rodgers thinks about everything, and yet everybody's still interviewing this guy. Are you, are you a little burned out on air? I mean, I'm literally from that hometown next to him and went to the same school. I've had a gut full of this guy. Well, think back to when Tom Brady tore an ACL week one of the 2008 season on a low hit from Bernard Pollard, Chiefs-Patriots. The first game after the Patriots failed to finish the 2007 season 19-0, he was gone. He wasn't around. He wasn't talking. He wasn't available. He wasn't visible. He wasn't chiming in on this, that, and the other thing regarding the team and giving his opinions about leaks to the media. And, and, and so, you know, Rogers wants to be front and center, and that's his prerogative. But that's where this all comes from. He wants to be in the limelight. And he also wants to reserve the right to say, why are you criticizing me? Why are you talking about me? And I've noticed this dynamic over the past 10, 15 years. Hey, everybody, look at me. What are you looking at? <laughs> With hardly right. a beat between the two, you know, they want attention on their own terms. They want attention and praise, not attention and criticism. But at the core, it's just attention. And he's not the only one, but I think that's what it comes from. Yeah. He's so used to being the center of attention. He does that weekly spot with Pat McAfee. And even though he will have only played four snaps all season long, you know, the guy's got a great resume. He's well-known, and he's doing everything he can to keep himself in the limelight. So uh, that's just the way it is, and that's the way it's going to be. And, you know, he may only get worse once he's done playing. Hey, Mike, i got to ask you, this is selfishly, uh, Bill's fins, is there a chance that could go to Sunday night football? Or is it too late to make that switch? Oh, no, 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 no. Week 18, everything gets determined after week 17. Okay. So what they have to do now, they peel out two games for Saturday that are on ABC and ESPN. Then there are the 1 o'clock and 425 games. All the late afternoon games kick off at 425, and Fox and CBS will have standalone games in that spot or regional, depending upon how many get put there. And then you've got the last game of the season, and they try to pick a game that ideally will hold relevance to the playoff conversation all the way through the outcome of the other games. And there was a year within the past three, four, five years where we just didn't have a game 
at the end of the day. There wasn't one game that would still be relevant no matter what else happens the rest of the day. And, you know, last year we got the game where the Packers needed a win to get in. The Lions weren't playing for anything, but they knocked out the Packers. So I think that if the Dolphins lose this weekend and the Bills win, and Week 18 is the AFC East Championship game, and the stakes will be high because yeah. the loser is going to be the number six seed at best because the Browns are locked in at five. Um, and there may be a way to improve that. I don't know if the Browns will win the division. I don't know about that part of it. But if it's just got the division on the line, that's a candidate to be the last game of the season. It's got to be. Yeah, no, we, we think so too. And I had heard that yesterday and I was like, well, okay, I'm prepared. It's at least it's at home. Mike, hey, thank you so much, man. Appreciate you spending some time with us this morning. Take care. And have a great new year. Thanks, Joe. You too, buddy. All right. Mike Florio from Pro Football Talk. Hey, don't go away. Brandon Jones, Miami Dolphins safety, joins us next. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.